Posted on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. That's what I do. Try to do oh, why it. not? Why are you scared shit out of door? She gonna figure it out. She should remember this. She used to be here all the time. She gonna jump back. Your dog is crazy, y'all. We have a dog named, named Nola. I don't know if we introduced her. Yup. She's on uh, one of the shows. But she is really crazy. She's a pit bull. She's a red nose. She's really sweet, but she has an attitude problem. And yeah. Dr. Key and her are like obsessed with each other. Not at all. So. No, no, no. But yeah, uh, what's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. Yeah, yo. The big shit walker. Oh, for real? <laughs> you know I'm back. You all that? All of that. All of that. And some. And a bag of chips. Bag of chips. What kind of chips? Fritos or Doritos? Definitely not a Frito. Baked. Uh, <laughs> Don't ever try it. Oh my god. Baked jalapeno chips. Baked jalapeno chips. For real? And you know a little bit more expensive. Spicy? Are you for real? A little bit more expensive. Nola, have a seat. La caliente. <sighs> she ain't hungry, man. She eat a lot. So I don't know why she why she doing shit. I don't know why she's in that shit. bowl like. Nola, sit down. Hey, now I'm about to get put back in that bowl. She had a whole big ass bowl earlier. <sighs> big ass bowl, or like real people food. Like yeah. she eat like a grown ass man. Yeah, gotta feed her, man. You know, she gotta protect you, so she gotta be healthy. You know what I'm saying? If she go protect you against a grown ass man, she gotta be solid uh, you know, like I'll a grown, shoot a grown ass, ass man. man. It's nothing. Of course, you can shoot a man that can get bit by a dog. Like shit, it mm-hmm. uh, could be that worst motherfucking night grown on ass earth, man. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, lady, for real, nigga, kid. She just talking no. shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen to that. I don't listen to that. But what's going on, congregation? I missed y'all. Did y'all miss us? Yeah, we we missed y'all. You know what I'm saying? We we missed y'all so much. That's what the fans said. You know, that's the fan voice. <laughs> that's their voice. Yeah, they were like, we missed y'all so much. What's been going on, Doctor Key? What's new? Like fill us in. It's like, a lot of new. A lot like, of new. Tell us, enlighten us. A lot tell, of new. Spill. Uh, a lot of new going on. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, you know what I'm saying? We got Roy Tisky and Carol. Oh, I can't that. talk about my own news. Jesus, yeah. talking about what you? You got a project out? Yeah. You know? Oh, you know, you know, yeah. You know, what's, what's good? Yeah, man. Head. You know what I'm saying? Keyshawn Music dropped the album. You know what I'm saying? Urban Cowboy. If you got album music, Spotify. You know what I'm saying? It's out there. You got YouTube. You can check it out too. You know what I'm saying? From the man. Super the songwriter, dope. the artist. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's like 15 tracks on there. You know, 15. they banging. They jumping. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Jam-packed. You got a real time. You know, fuck with your boy. Leave a couple comments. Share with your friends. You know, because it's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how we do it. What kind it. of vibe is it? Uh, it's like a cool vibe, you know, something you can relax to, easy listen to, you know what I'm saying? And like, no, shoot them up, you know, no, kill them dead. It's some, you know, let's ride, let's have a good time, let's go party, let's turn up, let's get lit, let's let's get in some shit, mm-hmm. but not no, no deaf shit. Chinese kitty. Chinese kitty, uh, good girl, all day long, like a fiend. You got a couple uh, bonus tracks money. on there, too. I put Helpless on there. You know what I'm saying? It's a classic. Uh, Helpless is a classic. Like, yeah. that song will never get old because no, it's... Uh-uh. it's it's still so relevant man that's my shit i gotta actually write some more shit like helpless like i gotta bring and another relatable one. yeah i gotta bring another helpless out of me it's a, you know that, that song it really came out a little dark side but i gotta bring but another no, helpless it's out facts, though like right. you know fuck friends that's how i really feel like I, I love people you know i love everybody i have love for everybody i don't want to say i love everybody i have love for everybody mm-hmm. um but you know even still like how long ago did help did you write help us? Two thousand eight. So twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Yeah. And um I still feel helpless. I don't feel helpless, but I feel the song helpless. I'm never helpless, y'all. Please don't get that twisted. Right. I'm a child of God. I'm 
highly favored. But um <laughs> Right. No, you're right. Um, but I still feel that and I I think I try to um to not be that person and to to open myself up to um people, um, you know, women or girlfriends in general and befriend people and it just never and it never pans out right. And you know, the problem could be me. It it very well could be me. Um, but I I I'm done at this point. Like I'm just gonna just deal with the people that I've been dealing with as far as like friends that I've been having, the far and few and in between and like just my family. You know what I'm saying? I got sisters, I got cousins, like I have love, but as far as like befriending new people, like I, I'm cool. I'm mm-hmm. super cool on that. Uh, I just really come to a, a conclusion. Like I said, it could be me. Like, I'm just too solid. Like, I think I'm too... I think I've been around you for so long that I I, I carry myself like a nigga. And I think, no disrespect to women, but I think, like, the women that I have come in contact with, like... And, you know, try to befriend or befriend me. Like, they're too emotional. They're too emotional and, and emotionally involved. And I'm not emotionally involved in with friendships. Um, I have too, way too much going on to involve myself in that way. So, I think that comes off. That presents a problem. And it seems as though, like, I'm not interested in the type of friendship that they're inter- interested in building. And then that causes the conflict. That causes the problem. Yeah, so helpless is still in 2020, 12 years later. Very, very relevant, y'all. Go listen to Helpless. Go download Helpless. Yeah. Everybody can relate to Helpless. You got friends. You got friends. You got partners. But I think men, I think men, like y'all, y'all handle, y'all deal with each other as it come. Like, you know, like how I see you like deal with your, with your friends or whatever, your partners, whatever. It's like, as it comes, it's like it's not too much being put on it. Like, okay, I'm gonna invite you out, but if you don't come, I'm not tripping. Yeah, of course. You know, it's just it's not like, oh, well, you ain't coming, you know, so you don't fuck with me like that. And I don't like it's like to, women are too emotional. It's like ugh, it's exhausting. I got some partners though that act like that though. I ain't gonna really? lie to you. Yeah, they mm. emotional. They mm. had a whole fit one time. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't ever hear you talking about that. I know when I go through shit, like, you hear me vent about it. And that's because I don't have female friends like that to right. vent to. And I don't really like talking about bullshit a whole lot. So, yeah, when I talk to Dr. Key about my bullshit, it's like me writing in my diary. I don't think he listens all the time, but it's just like me just venting and letting it out and, like, just, like, kind of just speaking to myself because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we are one. Um. <laughs> Why do you don't think I listen all the time? I can't believe you. I don't think you be listening. I'll be listening. So there's some stuff, you know, stick with me. Like, this is the thing. Like, I have an automatic filter in my, my ear, you know what I'm saying? And if it's something that we can't fix, I don't hear it, you know, because I don't have a solution but for it. It's not a solution that, that's needed. Out. It's just me venting, like just getting the shit off me real quick. Like, let me just pop my shit real quick and then move on. Cause I don't, I mean, I don't know if you realize this, but I don't, I'll bring up something maybe multiple times, but I don't stay stuck on shit. Like, I'm like, I move on. Right. So, no, you, don't. You, so don't. you know, you move on. You get, you get, you move on pretty quick. <laughs> what you say? But yeah, as Dr. Key was saying, you know, royalty skincare. I've opened my skincare clinic. Um, I've been open since June. Tomorrow's October 1st, so I've been open since June. And, you know, God is good. Like, I have zero complaints about the way my business is, is going. Like, I'm, I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful and humble to have to be building the clientele that I'm building and um and doing what I love to do and you know royalty skincare we uh, I'm putting them on the map put turned, us on the map turned so, up so. popping come get your facial come get your yeah you know the your vagina facial, watch, watch pills, wax 
Brazilian waxes, <laughs> facials, eyelash yeah. extensions. Tell them what a facial is. You know, everybody's not tuned into what's a going on. A facial is... A facial on your vagina. A, a, a facial for your vagina. So <laughs> it, it, it involves an exfoliant, well, cleansing, exfoliant, steaming, extractions if needed. So that means any ingrowns, I'm going to poke them out and, you know, get that cootie cat nice and smooth. Your man or your girl will thank you later. You know, I just thought a about A nice mask at the end. You really deal with cats, so I know sometimes you deal with some funky cat, right? <laughs> We're not gonna talk about funky cat be coming through there. Um, I mean everybody's different. Uh, I can't say that it's always pleasant, but uh, you know it is. It's my job. I'm a professional, so I got you. I'm, I'm gonna keep it at that. Funky cat diver. Uh, if, if somebody would have told me when I started. Let's go be some funky school, cats. Um, no, not that. Oh, okay. Um. I've been licensed congregation since 2010. I got my esthetician license yeah. in 2010. That's 10 years. Um, being that we are in 2020. Um, Brazilian waxes was never something that I felt like I would be doing. If right. somebody would have told me, like, oh, you're going to be waxing all day. Vaginas, that's all you're going to see all day long, all the time. I would have told them they were lying. Um but three years ago, I became certified in Brazilian waxes, and I was trained in it. And it's like the easiest, for the most part, the easiest service um, that I could offer. And the money is fast. And my clients are, are happy with the results that I provide to them. So it's a win-win situation so with that being said if there's any cosmetologists any estheticians aspiring um don't block your money don't do open it. yourself up to everything if i would have known then what i know now like i would be a millionaire right now um because i'm i'm getting it but um yeah just don't don't limit yourself don't limit yourself you know what I'm saying? You got to stay on top of the game. Introducing yourself, man. Get them coins everywhere they come. Man. Sometimes I feel like, like on days that I have like a lot of waxes, um, like this must be what drug dealing feels like. Like I feel like a drug dealer in a way, like how fast the money come. <laughs> Damn, getting that bread. That's that real money. That's that real cash. So, you know... Getting that big money, you talking about talking about getting that, that dope money, you know what I'm saying? That's that that money. You know, that motherfucking coins, you know? money. But as anyone may know, like in your first couple years in business, you you know, you you don't really turn a profit. Like I'm I'm putting so much money back into my business. And it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, you gotta put money back yes. into it in order to to make money. So, you know. I'm I'm getting it, but I'm I'm also hustling, getting it every day. So, royalty skincare. If you're ever in Vegas, stop by, give me a call, schedule your appointments, and I'm gonna get you together. Okay. What else? Oh, my 32nd birthday is coming up. Birthday bash. Birthday bash. So, um, congregation, I've never done, like, a big birthday party. Um, these past... These past couple of years, like my family, we, we, we've been hit hard with some tragedies, with some deaths and some things like that. So, I felt like it was only right. I just, it just felt right in my spirit. Like, it, at this time, the way I'm moving through life, the way I'm maneuvering through life, like, I don't move, I don't do anything unless that little voice in my heart and my mind tells me to do so. And I know that that's God. Like, I've been listening to God a whole lot more and Amen. praying a whole lot more. So, he put it on my heart to have, uh, to throw myself a birthday party Um Fam, close family and friends. We're still COVID out there. Close families and friends. Uh, dinner upscale. I just wanted to see 
my loved ones and the closest people to me just come together for something positive Mm -hmm. and just have a good time and of course celebrate the big shit talker you know so I'm really excited looking forward to that it's a lot of work planning but it's exciting you know shout out to my my team my aunties for my baby for you know helping me out pitching in everybody just kind of just helping out where they can so it's much appreciated so yeah it's going down October 17th <laughs> October 7th. You know, a Don came into this world a queen. A Don. I'm a Don. A Don. I, did no, I not st- a Don? Because st- 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 a Don means you're a John and you're not a fucking John because mm. you're my woman. Yeah. No, that's not yes. what that means. Yeah, you are. What? Look at um, the You're just taking it too literal, but, Baby. you know, a queen was born on October 17th, so. Mm-hmm. We're gonna celebrate babe, that. Babe, I can't take it literal, but I have to protect it at every cost, babe. Cause you know, black entertainment is pushing the agenda right now. So I gotta. Stand what agenda on is that? You know. Like, well, let let the congregation know what that is. They they making it like look like it's okay for anybody to be in anybody and be with anybody. A woman can be with a woman. A man can be with a man. It's like whatever. The, I mean, which is which I is mean, a re- cool, that's that's the reality. But I feel what you're saying that like every every show is this agenda of you know showcasing you know every black show. It's a little redundant. At this point, it's just like, oh, okay. Like, we know it has to be this storyline. Nothing against it. Love y'all. Love everyone. But, um... Definitely love you guys. I'm just saying, like, my nephews are asking me now, hey, uncle, why is it two men kissing each other? We don't understand. Yeah, it's too... It's too out there. Yeah, but that shit ain't... It is radar, huh? So they probably shouldn't be watching. (laughs) 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 Bad parenting on your part. But, you know, I feel what you're saying. But not even like nephews. Like my nieces, 14, 13 years old, um, you know, just kind of saying that. I'm not saying that they're watching it. I'm just saying that it's everywhere. Right, right. And they're cartoons as well. My client told me that, you know, cartoons are, are are showing this and i think that it's just it's confusing the kids it's making them put labels on something on their sexuality at such an early age when they're not even sure as to who they are right. and who they want to be but it's it's just, it's forcing them entertainment is forcing them to say okay if you feel this way then you must be trans or you must be gay or you must be bisexual and and it's crazy like for a long time I was I'm still like I still have like little tomboyish ways I'm very much so a woman and a girly girl but I have like little tomboyish ways but you do for, I do you know I do you don't want to admit it but you know I'm a real nigga in my heart but no, um, for a long time, like I liked wearing boys' clothes, like they feel so. And even now, but like I'll wear your your clothes. So I think it it confuses kids and like, okay, if I want to wear this, then I must feel like if I'm a girl, I'm and I want to wear boys' clothes, I must be a trans and I want to be a boy. Like it's just forcing them to put labels on things way too soon. It's like, no, well, maybe you just want to dress this way on this particular day. Like it, clothing and and how you appear and want to dress yourself is just a so is a form of expression. It's not necessarily, you know, a definition of who you are inside. So, so if you're a ten year old nephew. Wanted to wear a woman's dress is okay. Abs- no, not okay. mine. Okay, I don't want to make sure. No, not not mine at all. All right, who do you talk to, the mom, or you talk to the nephew? I would talk to both. Oh, okay, but you talk to the mom for you. Know I would talk to the first. mom most definitely, first, but right. absolutely. But I'm gonna let him know, like, listen, this is probably not how you feel. You just saw it somewhere and you think that it's okay. So we're going to go put on these um, Levi's and <laughs> yeah. and um, leave this on the shelf for a hot second. So. I'm black. Boy, what the fuck you doing? Take that shit off, boy. What the hell wrong with you, boy? 
So come over here, boy. Yeah. We're gonna look and play some pool. Yeah, I'm saying go take him do some man shit. My bad. So have you been tuning into these versus battles? Oh so- yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know my girl Gladys Knight. Gladys killed, killed it. it, but Gladys was cheating, man. Gladys Knight brought the pips. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Aretha Franklin didn't have Patty you know, LaBelle. I mean Patty LaBelle didn't have nobody. She had the LaBelles. Man, LaBelle but Gladys really did. I, I gained a new respect for Gladys Knight because she actually sang her songs. Any one of us. And she has real life. She's a living legend. Both both Patty and Gladys are legends, but Gladys, baby. Gladys brought that heat. Mm-hmm. If you could build your ideal versus battle, who would you have? You guys can leave your comments in the comment section. We're always looking and checking them out. <laughs> um, if I can have my own personal battle right now with the artists that are alive, I would probably do... Um, You put me on the spot. I'll go first. I'll let you go first. I would. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I would. I don't know who I would have go against her, but it would have to be Mary J. Blige. Y'all know I love Auntie. Now. I forgot what I was reading and somebody was like, oh, I don't want to see Mary J. Blige do a versus. She don't need to do a versus. Like, I think all of these artists that are doing verses are legends in their own right. You know, the Brandy Monica, um, Brick Ross, who else? A Jada Kiss, Snoop, 2 Chains. I think they're all legends in their own right. But I don't know who I would have go against Mary J. Blige. Mary J. I saw something about like Faith Evans, but Faith don't no, have no enough time. hits. Yeah. She don't got enough hits. Um, nope. Not even Mar- not Mariah Carey. Maybe uh, maybe Mariah. Maybe Mariah? Yeah, because she, she got hits with white folks. That's the thing. So you may be surprised on some of her songs when you hear them. Mm. I, I would put Mariah with Mary. I think Mary would just kill it hands down. No, I would definitely put her with there. Um, but Mary actually had her own lane. Because yeah. Mary was like that. Queen of hip hop and R&B. Yeah, she was like, you know, I, I don't know nobody else behind her. Mm-mm. I, I think like a Keisha Cole was trying to follow up in like a Mary type vibe. Keisha Cole can go, go maybe. No. <laughs> No, but no, I don't think tap toe for toe. Nah, not hit for hit. hit. But um, yeah, Mariah. I think Mariah. Can. Mariah. Yeah, because because Mariah came maybe in a the Tony same Braxton. Age. But Mariah, but Tony will be you know Tony is more of urban. But like I said, Mariah got you know cross genre. Songs, no, I'm saying maybe I'm saying? Mariah Carey. I mean Mary J. Blige and Tony Braxton. Tony kind of do. Tony was kind of white for white folks too. Tony was urban for a hot second. She was urban. I think she's still urban. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tony is urban. I'm breaking my heart. It's kind of white to me. <laughs> I'm breaking my heart. I mean, that's say uh, you love mm. me again. But if you said alive. I think uh, maybe God bless the dead Whitney Houston and Mary J. Blige. Whitney no. was a white side. Whitney too. was pop. I don't yeah. see. That's what I'm saying. Like, who would go? But I would love to see Mary in a versus battle. Mary J. I'm trying to think. Like, who fucking can go against Mary J? Who would you choose to be in a versus? Um, I would do. What kind of noise was that? Kanye. <laughs> I'd do a Kanye and Jay Z battle. Kanye and Jay Z. Kanye and Jay Z. Yep, I will do that one. Uh, I can listen to both for songs. It'll I don't like think that they're the. I Jay Z would. Kanye has hits, but Jay Z has more hits. Not to me. And Jay Z is Jay Z. 
But you know, Jay Z is Jay Z to you, but Jay Z to me is I different. I would I would have put Jay Z with like who? Oh. Oh. Nas or I would have put Jay Z with Fab. I'll put Jay Z with Nas. No, hell no, not Fabulous. No, not at all. No. Hell no, not at all. Jay Z killing Fabulous. Um, Jay Z and Nas, yeah. I'll put Jay Z with DMX. Nah, he killing DMX. Came I love DMX. Killing DMX. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's interesting. Jay Z and Kanye. Yeah. Yep. Jay Z and Kanye. Hmm. That would be interesting. Uh huh. You love DMX? I ain't know that. But you know, I listen to how's it going oh, down. Like still. But Jay. I love DMX. <laughs> You know DMX music, but please, yeah. you know his music. But you know I listen to How's It Going Down like uh-uh. at least twice a week. Uh-uh. That's still like one of my favorite songs. Nope, not at all. I'm a meaning I'm a DMX fan, but anyway, moving right along. Yeah, moving right along. <clears throat> moving right along. So this episode is entitled Triggered. So we're going to talk about some things that over the course of this year, this month, this week have been a couple weeks have been, you know, triggering to us, maybe us individually, us as black people with everything that's going on. Um, Chadwick Boseman, the untimely death of Chadwick Boseman. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I know what I think about it. Well, tell the people what you think about it. I don't really like telling my my business like that because this right here is pretty deep. But I think well, not that, not that. But I'm saying, like, was that like a trigger for you, Doctor Key? Like, uh, no. Did not, it make you? Did it change like your perspective on just certain things? Not really, cause like I really feel like I feel like Chadwick was like more Chadwick. Of a, Chadwick was more of a uh, sacrifice. Mm. Just being real with y'all. And, like, so when I feel like stuff is, like, a sacrifice or if it's trying to suck energy from me, I don't give it none of my energy. Mm. And, you know what I'm saying? God bless the dead. Rest in peace. But I just feel like, you know, they sacrifice too, man. Mm. The biggest black star, when they trying to beat the black man down, uh, we're already targets on our back. And then, like, you give the kids a superhero and then you take them away. Mm. It's crazy. You took away a good superhero, like. Mm-hmm. I read an article where they said that he gave his part of his salary so his co-star can make more money. Uh, That's dope. It's like we listen like we don't know what is really truly until the shit come to light like what why things happen the way that they happen but I feel like what we know about Chadwick, um, like you know, certain people like God takes certain people early because we don't really deserve them, in like how noble they are and how, you know, how pure their hearts are and how, you know, just how good of of people they are just all around. So, right. when I when we heard that. It was just like I couldn't believe it. Like just looking at the headline going across the screen, it's like this don't even look right to mm-hmm. see Chadwick Boseman passes dies from cancer. Right. Like even now it just feels weird, like surreal. Like this is crazy. Right. No, you're right. I think this has just been like the most challenging the most challenging revealing um best in certain ways just as far as like perspective that i've gained like personally like things that i've accomplished in my personal life like this year is has been a roller coaster mm-hmm. and we're entering into october tomorrow so we have october, october november december so it's like, damn, what is the season finale going to look like? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but 
But there's been a lot of good things. There's been a lot of some, you know, a lot of positives for me personally that have come out of this year um, for us personally that have come out of this year. But I think it's all about perspective. You know, I think if you when when COVID first hit, like just glued to the screen, like the uncertainty and, you know, things that we were going through in our personal lives. But I think that once we once we got a grasp on our personal lives, like like willed it in, it's just about like how you look at everything. You know? Right. I I wasn't working from March to June and just like damn like but I'm back to work now, but from my own space. So it's just all in like how you handle these hurdles that have come mm-hmm. your way throughout this year. But yeah, Chadwick, that was a huge, a huge loss. Yeah, that shit crazy. And my nephews, you know, it actually hit them because they was like, you know, Black Panther died. Yeah. Like, they don't even die? understand it. Uh uh-uh, uh. Like, how he died? Mm. Like, what you mean he's dead? He's a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah, it really is crazy. God bless to that. Yeah. So we were tuned into Dr. Key and I were tuned into um marriage boot camp hip hop edition when it was on um thank you they had the season finale a couple weeks ago. And they had Tahiri, who is Joe Button's ex girlfriend and Vado who were <laughs> dating. I didn't know who Vado was, but Dr. Key knew who Vado was. I guess he's a battle rapper. Mm, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's a, a battle rapper. Okay, he's a rapper from New York. And he semi got kicked off of this show because first of all, Tahiri threw apples at this man. Yeah. Before she threw apples at this man, she and it's posted on my um my my Instagram the clip. She said that he was the brokest dude she's ever been with. So you're on on television telling the world who already views a black man in a certain negative light that this black man that you're supposed to be uplifting, he's supposed to be uplifting you. You said that he's the brokest man you ever been with. And then y'all have verbal words and she threw two apples like chugged them mm-hmm. at this man and during a sit down um something was being said and he jumps up and insinuates like he's gonna like choke her or like jump on her but never like hit her or anything mm. and he gets you know escorted off they treated her like she was a victim in which I'm not condoning domestic violence in no form or fashion, but she did throw apples at him and they took him to a hotel. Like he wasn't able to join the rest of the cast for like several shows. And at the end, at the end of the show, they're supposed to give each other rings if they want to stay with each other. And at the end, you know, she said she's giving her ring to herself because this is self-love. But I just felt, I felt some type of way because I felt like everybody on that show treated her like she was such a victim without acknowledging the fact that she hit him. Like she hit him with apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that part. Like that's a problem for me, you know. Like, like I said, I'm not, de- de- I'm not condoning domestic violence, but like, come on now, she ain't no victim like that, right? Because like, she attacked him with the damn. She apples. attacked him with apples. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if he wanted to hit her, he would have, he would have put paws on her. Right. But I think it was just like a reaction of like, stop fucking with me, you know, leave me alone, right? Type of thing. They sit your ass down type of thing like so what what do you think about as a black man what do you think about how he was portrayed on this reality show uh i just feel like they attacked him and they dragged his ass through the mud because it really it really it really wasn't like he wasn't responding to him being attacked you know what i'm saying so if anybody it should have been him and to in trouble they both should have been off of there and then then they both could learn their lesson but he because he even got he's in trouble for responding but to hear he started the shit yeah. That's how I feel. 
it was just crazy. Like I felt real. I felt bad for him, and I felt like she was just like milking it. Like yeah, like I choose me, and <laughs> I'm tired of you know men putting their hands on me. But it's like you, you have a history of violence too, sis. Right. Like yeah. you, you, you turn real gangster. But they say hurt people hurt people. Hurt people do hurt people. Mm-hmm. Joe Budden said that she was abusive too. But I do believe, based on what I see and hear of Joe Budden, like he's emotional, I do believe he was abusive as well. So I think they were both um, toxic to each other when they were together. They feel the same people? Just based on my, you know, I'm no expert or anything, but, um, you know, you could just tell that I was very volatile. Mm, <laughs> I got you. Did you did you watch the debate between your president Donald Trump and Joe Biden last uh, night? Um, yeah, I saw some of it. What's your thoughts? To be honest with you, I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Like <laughs> just just being real with you, like um. You know, uh, they I feel like they was picking each other apart instead of like you know really letting us know why to vote for them and what they're going to do for us. Now I don't really want to see a bashing show. I want to see what are your plans. How are you going to do better than with this man? You know what I'm saying? If you want my vote, how are you going to do better than this man? What's your agenda for the, for the black race? Like, yeah, I, black, I am a yeah. black race. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know black people are losing. How can you help us get up caught up in this race? Like, <laughs> that's just what it is. And I, I'm pro-black. I'm pro-black, but I'm pro-human. You know what I'm saying? I just want everybody to have an even opportunity across the board. That's, that's all I want. Mm. I agree. I felt, first of all, I felt like I was watching a comedy show. <laughs> you know, certain things I have to laugh at to keep from crying. Because mm-hmm. it's so fucking sad to see our president and our presidential candidate behaving the way that they were behaving on national television last night. Mm-hmm. And when <laughs> when Donald Trump told... Joe Biden, he always wears a mask. Every time you see him, he has a mask on. Mm -hmm. He wears one of the biggest masks I've ever seen. I think I lost my shit. Like, how how do you wear a big mask? (laughs) I think just the the comedian in me, like, just visualizes a big-ass mask. But, um... I think it was it was it was funny but it was sad mm-hmm. and it was I think we're so we're so over Donald Trump that we're willing to settle for Joe Biden but he's not any better quite frankly right that's what they saying. both um have racist discriminatory uh patterns or past or presence in Donald Trump's case, but you know, let's not forget that Joe Biden did write help write the ninety four crime bill and the eighty eight crack laws. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't forget that, and he's unwilling to address, you know, when when that address that when that's brought up. Right now, Donald Trump, when asked to denounce white supremacists, I'm sure this was heard all over the world. He told them, he told the good old boys to stand down, stand down and stand by. Yeah. Now you tell some motherfuckers to stand by. You tell them you, excuse me. You tell hold them, on. Hold, Pause. Right. Mm-hmm. Until I give you further instructions. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy. Like, oh, I need to. We need to. I need. I need a gun. Like. Again, because let somebody try me. Well, like the day's love song, right? Try me. Uh-oh. Try me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I I hope these white supremacists, white folks, uh, whatever you want to call them, I hope they don't feel <laughs> too empowered by that. Because um, 
y'all got guns we got guns yeah 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 so y'all got guns we got guns <laughs> we don't want to have a war son you know what i'm saying i love all people i just want everybody to be equal you feel me just you feel me black yeah. lives matter though motherfuckers black <laughs> Talking about all lives matter. Black lives black matter. Lives matter. Right now, black lives matter, cuz. Cause that's the ones getting murdered out here. And I need everybody to know that we matter too. Cause I got rights. I'm telling y'all, I feel like I don't. Mm. Yeah, I feel, oh man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What about, uh, you said Miss Mulatto called her friend a orangutan? Yeah, so. Hey, orangutan. She called her friend, who's a makeup artist, I guess, hairstylist. She called her, uh, her pet orangutan man and her friend i don't know if it's because she works for her she's an employee but um she didn't really say too much like you know and it may be a running joke between just two friends but i think anytime you mention um and she was a dark-skinned girl anytime you mention a monkey and like to describe a woman especially especially a dark-skinned woman like we got a you got an issue with that it's colorism I feel you colorism do I have an issue with it um yeah yeah I do but if she like it I love it but I mean it couldn't be me couldn't be me I think you know it it's a thing and it, and it's been an all I forgot who it was I think it was your girl Chinese kitty she called Sukiyana ugly now Sukiana was on Love and Hip Hop. She got a project out called Wolf Pussy. Oh um, <laughs> she's an up and coming uh, rap female rap artist. Um, she got you know she's up and coming. She has a buzz. She was in the WAP video with Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. But anyway, um, she's a dark skinned black woman and. Chinese Kitty, who I guess is a rapper as well, who's light skinned or biracial, called Sukiyana ugly. I just find it funny how um, light skinned women or mixed women, biracial women of fairer skin, like their line of defense with it when it comes to dark skinned women is calling them ugly. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan, necessarily a fan of Sukiyana's music. But she's not ugly. Mm-hmm. Chinese kids just hate. That's all it is. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. Haters go hide. Like. Haters gonna be haters. We don't worry about the haters. We get this hype. No, I'm never worried about it. It's just like, come on now, bitches. Like, y'all, like, is that the best you can do bitch yeah, like that's the only thing she can say like you said Sukiana if she's pretty she's beautiful she's a beautiful chocolate woman she can't say nothing cause chocolate is natural you feel me you better, chocolate, come, you better melanin, come on with it yeah melanin that's yeah, what that is black of, the, black of the berry melanin that's what I say. That black of the berry sweet of the juice. That juice is sweet. If you know what you're talking about, <laughs> then you know the truth. That's how it matters. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is a little bit of hate, a little bit of fake. They ain't keeping it real. No, you see okay, what I'm Dr. King, you better tell him. Man, you know, I got a little law riders motherfucker sometimes where I was like, you know, I should be going for the judge, you know, Judge Ford. I, I seen a post today that said dark skinned women ain't nothing but chocolate covered stress. Damn. <laughs> Being that you are married to a dark skinned woman, what you think about that? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't no, I'm just playing. You guys on the talk color stress. My baby is the best. You know what I'm saying? They just don't know. A black woman ain't no chocolate cover stress, but if you stress on a black woman out, she gonna let you know. Ooh. Okay, there it is. There's the word, okay? She's going to let you know. Yes. Next subject. Yes. Next topic. Next topic. Topic? Why is your dog rolling over like Topic? (laughs) Put her ass in the cage. Y'all, this dog is so extra. This dog is a black woman. Put her ass in the cage. (laughs) Yeah. And her kennel. It's a kennel, y'all. This dog is a black woman inside like no lie she raised my black family yeah like she has an attitude problem attitude problem anything else yeah what are we missing Mm -hmm. 
Oh, Meg and Tori. Let's, let's close it out with that. Meg this ongoing Meg and Tori, Tori saga that he allegedly shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. Yeah. What do you think about Rick Ross responding and telling him that dropping that album, what is it, Daystar, was a poor choice? What? And them going back and forth on social media like what you think about rick ross saying that was that a poor choice uh no nah, rick ross gonna get some promo he all about free promotion and he took every opportunity to beat up on little tour he called him little boy yeah little boy hey little <laughs> boy come here little boy let me talk to you little boy he should have been like a big g he called him you know flew out there and talked to him privately and not try to Oh, but that's not going to get no views, no uh, likes, course. no promo. So, hey, little boy, come here, little boy. Let me holler at you, little boy. Oh, uh, yo, you know what? I got some brighter news. I think we'll get done with this, though, for people, before the people get out. Oh, okay. I got some brighter news, y'all. What's the bright news? The bright, bright news is the great state of California is studying reparations for black Americans, guys. I'll believe it when I see it. They studying it, guys. In Sacramento, California, California will develop a detailed plan for reparations under a new law signed on Wednesday by Governor Gavin Newsom, making it the first state to mandate a study on how it can make amends for its role in the oppression of black people. That's the first thing y'all we need a first state california the law creates a nine-member task you hear me a nine-member task force mm-hmm. to come up with a proposal for how the state could provide reparations to black americans what form of those reparations might take and who would be eligible to receive them that is not just about california and this is not just about california at all guys this is about making an impact a dent across the rest of the country newsom said moments after signing the bill during a ceremony broadcast on his youtube channel hey newsom you the fucking man the law does not limit reparations the slavery although it requires the task force to give special consideration for black people who are descendants of slaves california never had a government sanctioned system of slavery it entered the union in 1850 so probably ain't nobody in california go get that shit you know what i'm saying (laughs) but as a free state after the gold was discovered the sierra nevada mountains but the state did let slave owning whites bring their slaves to california oh so you guys might might do get something. The I mean, we're descendants of slaves. I'm from California, course, so those who came from like other states to stay there, they're going to get it because they, like I said, they were born in other states and mm-hmm. they were slaves of the states, so they're going to get it. The legislature even passed a law making it legal to arrest runaway slaves and return them to their owners. California has come to terms with many of these issues, but it has yet come to terms with its role in slavery, said Assemblywoman Shirley Weber, a Democrat from San Diego who authored the bill. The law does not say the reparations must be cash payments. So it may not be cash, y'all. But other options could I'll take, include... I'll take some land. I'll take a house. Listen, though. I'll take student loans being they said. They said other paid options, off. Other options could include forgiving student loans yes. and paying for public work projects or job training. In July, the city council in Asheville, North Carolina, approved reparations by pledging to make investments in areas where black people face disparities. Reparations are not without precedent in the United States. Without precedent in the United States. The U.S. government part Partially funded German reparations to the Holocaust victims following World War II, and in 1988, the federal government set up reparations program for Japanese Americans who were held in concentration camps during World War II. Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> we was held in motherfucking concentration camps through slavery, motherfucker. About one years Man. at least. Reparations for slavery have been debated for decades in the United States. A similar proposal to study reparations for Black Americans was first introduced in Congress in 1989. It has never passed. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've been talking about this for so long. But not that long, though. Since 1989, but we've been talking about it for how long did it take the Jews to get their money? Right, right in. I'm gonna grab that shit right in. Thank you. But Congress held a hearing on the proposal last year. Momentum has been building once again for similar proposals in the state and local governments across the country out the May police killing of George Floyd Floyd. Mm -hmm. in Minnesota, reuniting a national movement for racial justice. State legislators in Texas, New York, and Vermont have considered instead of reparations, but not have passed the measures of California, baby. Thank God for the sweet state of California. Hey, that's where my wife is from, y'all. What, that's where I'm Been blessed Mimi with the sun from. from the California sun. The best in the West. Uh, that's interesting. Like I said, I don't believe in it until I see it. So uh, we've been talking about this for so long. It sounds, it sounds good. It's fine. But, um, 
They just gotta figure out how to do it. Ain't nothing to figure out. Pay us. Pay us. Basically, they said no cash payment now. Now, I forgive your stupid loans. I guess I'm gonna have to move to California to get my stupid loans forgiven. <laughs> I need that ASAP. Hey, mm. motherfucking sap. Hmm. But other than that, y'all, we gonna motherfucking wrap it up. I hope you're living good, feeling great, having a good hmm. day, eating good, feel good. And if you ain't, you better get on that EDD. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Don't get on that EDD. I don't want y'all getting no trouble, man. Oh my god, he just told y'all that. Don't want y'all getting no trouble, man. But yeah, this show was called Triggered. You guys, we're talking about things that have been triggering <laughs> in the in the mainstream media. Over the, these past months, weeks, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, year, mm-hmm. we've been almost in COVID. Shit, we down there been in COVID for a damn year. Damn near a year. Hmm. This but, is crazy. So, drop your comments, like, subscribe, share your stories. What's triggering you? We want to hear it. We may share it on the next show. So, you know, check us out on all your major platforms. We already listening, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no. It's yeah, Ghetto and Godly. It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. Yeah, no. Yeah, dig. <laughs> we out. We out. We out? We out. Oh, let me do my outro. Let me do my outro. Do your motherfucking outro, because I'm about to edit now, because you were playing. I thought you just did it. No. Thank you for Thick tuning cheeks. in to this week's episode of Ghetto Thick and Golly. And keep the conversation going with your favorite Thick host, cheeks. Auntie Mimi. Thick and remember cheeks. to always be good to yourself and one another. One Until another. next time, congregation. Love y'all. Be love blessed. Y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> we got this bitch. <laughs>